0: Welcome to the Forest Analytics Landing Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Russell. In this podcast, we'll talk about how data and analytics are transforming the forest products industry. We'll share how a research-based approach to analytics can empower your forestry organization to make better decisions with your data. Welcome, everyone, to the podcast today. On this episode, I'd like to talk about carbon, and the price of it. And so there's obviously an increasing amount of interest on the price of carbon and what landowners are expecting to enroll in carbon markets. Obviously, when we think about the carbon stored in our forests, it's quickly become one of the most talked about commodities that we think of when we talk about our forests. So in addition to harvesting timber for revenue, the emergence of forest carbon markets Uh, for natural capital systems uh, to encourage landowners to enroll in those markets, um, they're all becoming more and more common. And so when we really think of it, carbon is really the currency uh, when we're discussing trees and forests as natural climate solutions. So obviously when we think about carbon markets, there are really two kinds. We have uh, voluntary carbon markets and we have compliance-driven carbon markets or regulatory markets. And so at least in the United States, the most common regulatory market is the California Air Resources Board, or CARB. Um, and so this is the most common one th- people think about as cap and trade. Uh, and so the California Air Resources Board has had their program for uh, over a decade now um, through their forest offset protocol. And so landowners can enroll their lands uh, into the CARB's protocol um, and then get receive payment for Uh, carbon that's stored in their woods. And so the good thing about the CARB program and regulatory programs in general is that they are primarily targeted to large landowners. And so these landowners have thousands of acres, tens of thousands of acres, even hundreds of thousands of acres. Um, And so because of that, the inventory costs to enroll properties into the CARB program are really high, uh, and oftentimes it's over a 100-year contract length that landowners enter into. And so if we look at the price of carbon in the California Air Resources Board system, what we know is that in recent years, in particular since the pandemic has started, the price for one metric ton of carbon dioxide has increased. Um, And so around the pandemic, when the pandemic started in uh, early 2020, the price was around $17 for a metric ton in the CARB program. As early or as late as November of 2021, the prices were around $28, that was the auction price uh, for a metric ton of carbon. Uh, and so even on the regulatory side, the price of carbon has seemed to increase uh, as there's been more interest in, uh, in natural capital markets and in forest carbon in particular. Now on the other side, the voluntary markets have become a lot more common. A lot of startups in this world, uh, they've expanded considerably over the last several years. And so one of the good things that these voluntary carbon markets do is that they typically have much smaller minimum acres requirements and shorter contract lengths. And so voluntary markets could be really the best opportunity for, you think about small private landowners, uh, people that might own 80 acres or 100 acres uh, near the family cabin. These markets, these voluntary markets, are really providing unique ways for landowners to participate in carbon programs, um, which uh, they historically haven't been able to. As one example, the NCX program is a, is a popular one that's really increased in recent years. This is a data-driven forest carbon market, um, and this focuses on the harvest deferral model. Uh, and so the idea of not harvesting timber for a year and then being paid by that carbon that's been accrued over that year. Um, That program is currently enrolling landowners across the U.S. There are lots of other voluntary programs. Uh, For example, one that's being started by the American Forestry Foundation and the Nature Conservancy is more of an incentive-based program. Uh, And that program is called the Family Forest Carbon Program. And they've recently completed a pilot in Pennsylvania and some other mid-Atlantic states. And so again, with these voluntary carbon markets, The uh, minimum acreages are much smaller and it often costs uh, really little or nothing or or pretty low cost uh, to get enrolled into a voluntary carbon market. So when you think about all of these, uh, there's obviously increased attention in payments to landowners for carbon. But it really gets you asking, well, what price does carbon need to be to encourage landowners to enroll in these carbon markets? And so if you're going to tell a landowner you're going to get a dollar an acre uh, to participate in a carbon market, well, maybe if you're a small woodland owner, you're not even going to really bother, you know, with the paperwork and with the process. That's just too low of a of an amount um, to maybe urge you, to nudge you to participate in the markets. But if you're going to be paid upwards of $20 an acre or $40 an acre, well, that might tend to move the needle. Um, and so I'll review kind of some studies that have looked at this um, with some some findings uh, from across the forest carbon market literature. And so again, uh, kind of thinking about this harvest deferral model and keeping that in mind. Um, And so you might think about, well, what would a landowner want to be paid on an annual basis to store carbon in their woods? And that might defer harvest. And so maybe if those woods were ready for a timber harvest, by deferring it, you're capturing and you'd be paid for the carbon that's stored over that year. And so when we think about that, there's been a lot of literature. And I I point to five studies in a post um, that I'll also link to in the notes. These five studies have summarized uh, through uh, mail surveys, uh, through uh, scenario analyses, the price that forest landowners are willing to accept on a per acre basis for storing their carbon. Uh, And so it might provide some insights into what does the price of carbon need to be to urge um, and to nudge landowners to participate. And so as an example, there was a study in Vermont by White and others uh, uh, in Vermont's uh, current use program, a program for its federal, or sorry, its state um, uh, forest landowners in that state. And they had, uh, in their analysis, they said between $5 and $15 per acre, depending on conditions, would be what landowners would be willing to accept to store carbon. A study in Texas by Simpson and Lee um, found a bit of a higher price, so $20 to $27 on a per acre basis to store carbon. And their, their work really highlighted that there are differences in terms of if you wanted to install a conservation easement on your property or if you wanted to enroll in a five-year contract. Um, and so there are some differences there for those Texas landowners. Uh, Sean Tanger, who's a, a person within Extension at Mississippi State University, uh, did a scenario analysis across the southeastern U.S. Um, and he really focused on loblolly pine as kind of the primary forest type in the southeast. And he observed that payment rates vary depending on four different treatments, um, including uh, different ages when you thin, different ages when you final harvest. But generally, the prices that he found were between $4 and $49 per acre. So that's a pretty wide margin, but really depends on the treatments that you're looking at and how uh, different scenarios led to different forest conditions, say, at the end of a a rotation of trees. Another study in Florida by Soto and others uh, found that between $20 and $30 an acre was the uh, amount of, um, or the price that landowners were willing to accept On a per acre basis Uh, and they concluded that the amount would have been significantly stronger um, than if you were to pay landowners five or ten dollars an acre Um, and so no no doubt uh, more participation if those payments were higher to some of those florida landowners Uh, and then a study in the lake states uh, by miller and others uh, back in 2012 Uh, showed that between $18 and $28 per acre was what landowners were willing to accept um, to store carbon. And more specifically, they found that that $18 an acre uh, would generate a 50% participation rate. And so about half the landowners would participate if they received $18 per acre. Um, And then so those higher payments were uh, folks that really wanted some more certainty uh, and their uh, willingness to to respond, uh, if you were to think about something as upwards of $28 per acre. And so if you take those five studies, you kind of average, I mean, there are lots of ranges, you know, a lot of them are depending on different conditions, different types of forests, different species. If you average them all, it comes out to about $21 per acre uh, for storing carbon annually. And by no means, you know, those five studies that I mentioned are they a complete list of all of the studies on carbon? Um, and some of them were a couple of years old, so we can think about putting them into twenty twenty one dollars. Um, but it could be realized uh, and known that these are uh, values that are almost, you know, pretty competitive with some stumpage prices, at least for some of the lower quality wood um, across many regions in the U.S. We think about twenty dollars per acre for a, say, a low quality species. Um, you, you might think of, too, as the stumpage rates and those different product classes that wood might go into, whether it's pulp or low-quality biomass, something like that. Uh, also, need to be thinking about the management costs. Um, and so if a landowner is going to be managing their woods, and they're also going to be receiving a payment from, carbon, uh, from a carbon market, what might those trade-offs be? So are the landowners getting back their costs of management? with what the price of carbon is or what they might receive. And so I think in the future, it's gonna be important to think about incorporating the management costs into uh, that price of carbon. And so obviously silviculture matters uh, and forest management matters. And so uh, the amount that carbon payments can be uh, flexible and take into account uh, different types of management and silvicultural actions I think can only Uh, bolster the the certainty of some of the carbon markets that are available and so uh, just to wrap up uh, many of these carbon markets appeal to a large number of landowners now lots of these voluntary carbon markets are appealing to the small landowner the current price of carbon on an annual basis is going to be a large determinant of whether or not a landowner is willing to enroll or not Um, And so if we think about that $21 per acre uh, summary of of at least just five studies uh, from the literature in the forestry sciences, uh, that's kind of where we're at now. And that's about, um, just about uh, a little bit less than the amount that the California Air Resources Board has for their auction prices, um, at least on the metric ton basis, um, uh, back uh, thinking about $28 back in November, 2021, when they uh, did their last auction. And so to summarize, I mean, I think as forestry professionals, as people that are analysts uh, that are working in the carbon world, uh, it's important to understand, to engage with landowners to help them determine if and how managing for carbon uh, should and could be incorporated into their management plans. And so I also have a post on this idea uh, and this summary um, this was a technical release that was published uh, through the Forest Resources Association um, just last year. Uh, and I'd be sure to add the link to that, um, that article uh, down in the notes. So thanks for listening, everyone. I hope this has provided some more information about carbon and what landowners are willing to pay for it. Thanks for listening to the Forest Analytics Landing Podcast. For more information on how data and analytics can empower your organization, visit arbor-analytics.com.